0: He held me on the ramparts when Al Ragnar rode to Birbenba with the head of
1: my brother. When my father named me Utrud in his stead and told me to die for Birbenba. Erke was at my side. He put me into the water to baptize me. He held me underneath it for so long and nearly drowned while he prayed to his God. He saved my life as a boy, and as a man, many times. He was like a father. He will have no grave, no place blessed by his God. He is with God now, and with your sister. He is in peace. Hmm? I'm sure he would be touched how you mourn for him while we are stuck yeah. in the middle of nowhere. But if he were here now, he would tell you this is not the end.
0: We will gather more men. We will return with an army and batter
1: down the gates.
0: All the way from Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to The Last Kingdom with Mary and Blake. It's a podcast dedicated to The Last Kingdom on Netflix. So grab a nail, sit back and relax, and let's see how England was born.
1: My name is Blake, and I'm sad. I'm so sad. So say we all.
0: So say we all. That is rough. Rough rough episode. You know, not even gonna fake it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm down. I mean, I'm still sick from the rona that has
1: decided to uh,
0: cling to me for way too long, but I'm sad. So I'm like double down.
1: Yeah. Not great. Not really. Just not great,
0: Bob. This episode broke my heart. I mean, you know, you know, it must have been really tricky is all of our friends who've already watched this season of The Last Kingdom and have had to listen to us for so long now talking about our love for Bianca.
1: (laughs) And they're just like, oh, yeah, just wait. Just wait. Just Mary. wait to see what just you got. Just
0: wait. Well, we wanted to remind you, of course, to make sure that you're hitting that subscribe button to our podcast as we are going to keep on rolling with you as we run through season four to catch up to season five. Um, also, make sure that you are following us on social media. The most active places are Facebook and Instagram. Just search Marion Blake. And if you're not a member yet of our beloved community, it's a Miriam Blake group on Facebook. So if you're a Facebooker, that's where you want to go. We've got all of people there loving all sorts of nerdy things that we cover. And we want to, of course, thank our friends at jointhenerdclan.com. If you are not a member there and yet you listen to these podcasts and we bring you some joy, you can join for as little as $2 a month. And it really goes towards making this mom and pop podcast uh, possible. So thank you so much. All right. On that note, let's get into the show. Great right, friends, as I said, I'm still dealing with, like, sickness that just will not leave. So please forgive me for my lack of enthusiasm, but I'm also going to be real with you. This episode is a sad one. So for those of you who haven't watched this episode recently, it's the one where my beloved Biaka dies. That's basically what you need to know. Plus, everybody's getting ready to go to war, including Ethelflaed and Uhtred and Finan saves the day in my heart. But we're all grieving, basically, is what happens.
1: All right. Episode three, directed by Sarah O'Gorman. This is a person that has actually uh, mm, directed many episodes of television. Some of the stuff, actually, Mary, that you and I know, um, she has directed uh, the show Jamestown, uh, obviously, as well as The Last Kingdom, the show Cursed, uh, and The Witcher. Also, The Witcher Blood Origin, which is like the um, the prequel, I, I imagine to hmm. The Witcher. Mary, I, I I know we watched The Witcher, and I just want to get this, you know, right off right off the bat here. I was not a huge fan of The Witcher. Just I was not, and I don't remember you being a huge fan of The Witcher.
0: No, I think. I know a lot of people love The Witcher. Yeah, and so remember, just some people like chocolate, some people like vanilla, some people like coffee-flavored ice creams. Okay, so it's okay not to like all the same things. But Blake and I did not love The Witcher, and we gave it a good go. We did watch all of season one, Mm -hmm. and um, you know, for me, as I've talked about a lot actually during The Last Kingdom. I personally need to love somebody to be invested in a show and it's actually part of the reason why it took me so hard to become invested in The Last Kingdom. I mm-hmm. talked at great length about how I didn't love anybody and I wasn't rooting for anybody. And then I fell in love with Bianca. <laughs> great. They're lucky they got Finn in. I gotta tell you that. <laughs> but... um Yeah, you know, I think that there is some crossover with Witcher and Last Kingdom cast, which Mm -hmm. is pretty neat, whether it's with the prequel or other things like that. I've definitely seen that for some of these smaller actors. Even Finnin, I think, has some stuff that's been happening with The Witcher. Oh, really? Yeah, so... um, Double dipping. You know? You know? And and it's great. Um, So... That's that's my two cents. All right, the
1: writer was also Charlotte Wolf. Charlotte Wolf has written uh only she only has 4 credits to her name since 2017 mm-hmm. uh and uh, she has written an episode of uh Medici and also, of course, this episode. The other two are just kind of like shorts that nobody knows of. Okay. So that's that. Uh your shields rating, my um, love. Your what do you got for how many shields you got for this oh, episode?
0: Guys. Okay, so uh, I, You know, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s ratings, of course, are on a scale of one to five. And there could be different things that go at play. You know, uh, for me, n- it's often how it moves me. And um, oftentimes it's would I want to rewatch this episode. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, I'm giving it a four, which still is a great grade. It's like a B or a B minus. Yeah,
1: but that's a low grade. That's for very you. low for that me. That is.
0: I do not want to watch the Death of Blake. Bianca yeah. <laughs> episode ever again. Thank
1: you very much. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I, I'm at a four. I, you know, this is probably in line with the other episodes. And there's a lot of great in this episode. A lot yes. of great. But <laughs> there's also a lot of bad. And I gave it a four-four because I think the a lot of great – is outweighed by the a lot of bad, but it's still very good. You see what I'm saying? No, I do. So uh, the, the the amount of great outweighs the amount of bad. Like, I, I don't know how to describe it. So, but what I'm getting at is it's a 4-4. Four, four. It's in Which line. a
0: solid episode yeah, for you.
1: Yeah, in line with the rest of this season. So Wonderful. What, what do you got for your GBG? You're good, you're bad, and you're great. So
0: I've got to be real with you, friends. Like, I... This was a very hard Oreo sandwich. You Mm -hmm. know, the Oreos which we based our beloved GBGs off of. (laughs) Um, You know, to take the little bad thing and don't let it overwhelm you. It was hard. It was hard for me. And like you said, there's so many great things about this episode. Wonderful conversations, big time moments. But my sadness definitely played a part. But if I had to choose, if I'm scraping at the crumbs of my
1: of Depressed your Oreo. <laughs>
0: Oreo. Yeah. I mean like, you know, the off brand or oh, it's like an yeah. off brand Oreo. That's the layer. It's
1: like the Cisco version of Oreo. Yes. It has like, it has what half the stuff. Huh? What is Cisco? It's a food company. Oh yeah. That, that produces know. mass, like mass amounts of food yeah. for, for, uh, restaurants and stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: So this is like the dollar store Oreo where <laughs> it's called like,
1: Orie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So my good is that Heston still finds a way to live still finds a way to cockro- live I thought
1: he was for sure dead Me
0: too and then he's like I know something you don't know like yeah. <laughs> and um hands over kids like talk about a cockroach move that take guy, the kids
1: I'm sick of them anyway
0: I'll I'll tell you some good stuff and I'm just going to go about my way and find me a chicken farm. Okay, (laughs) so I just love that he continues to live. I don't see his end in sight right now because I don't know what that end would be like. He even hangs with Utrud for a little while. Yes, they hate each other.
1: And he eggs him on a little bit. Yeah,
0: but he still survives around. So I just
1: just won't croak.
0: And I don't know when he will need to croak. I kind of, I really like him. He just gently stirs the pot. Yeah, and you know, and then he kind
1: of just walks away. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if like the writers are in the room, right? When they're developing the season and they're just, it's it's a game now. Like how long can we keep Heston alive?
0: Well, and piss everybody off. Yeah. yeah. What does someone else need to know? Like, how do we get these people? Well, where's Heston now? Have Heston do it. Yeah, (laughs) Give him a chicken and he'll spill his guts. All right. My bad, obviously, is Bianca's death. I just can't even handle this. I did not see this coming. I did not see this needing to happen. I'm very saddened. Oh. Um and we just had Alfred's death. We just lost a major actor. We just lost someone who's been a constant with us all these years and yeah. now it's right now this has to happen. Come on. So I'm I don't know, it's just a lot of new people at once, and I've just now lost another character that I really admired and I loved his relationship with yeah, Utrid. Yeah. So we had that deep relationship with Alfred. Happened just a little while ago. <laughs> and now this. So I just my heart's broken. And then my great is uh Finnin, I guess, is Finnan's gonna have to be my new mm-hmm. my new boo. So <laughs> Yay for Finnin for having those great heart to hearts, yeah, and um, for letting Uhtred grieve and for bringing Uhtred back. So yeah. well done, Finnin. Yep. I guess you are my only source of light.
1: <laughs> By the way, if you hear our kids in the background, they're just they're playing. So I apologize.
0: It's February vacation.
1: Yeah, that's what happens. Man. This is
0: this is it. This man. is
1: this is parent hashtag parent life. Seriously. All right, my good is Laura Marad. I know you don't know who that is. I know none of you nerds know who that is. And Someone that, does. And that's okay. Someone, Laura does. Laura does. She's wicked happy right now. She's so happy she's hearing her name because she is the editor of The Last Kingdom. There you go. And I'm bringing her up because there are two fantastic flashy scenes of editing uh, that, you know, when, when you're watching it, you're you're, again, you're not, necessarily thinking of, oh wow, this is great editing. But your brain is, and your brain's telling you, holy smokes, great job. And there are two scenes that are like that. And it's funny because normally if if you never hear an editor's name, that's a good thing. I don't want to hear the name. I don't want to know the name because if I see that your editing sucks, I'm gonna know your name. Uh-oh. And so but I, I have to call her out for a great job. The scene with Edith dressing and then walking to Ethelred in the
0: Edith is the red-haired girl, yeah, in okay.
1: that super low-cut dress mm-hmm. uh, that I absolutely would have picked out too. Yes, uh, that is a you Blake dress. You love the slutty
0: dresses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, um, and then she, as she's putting it on, she's tying it on, and then it's being intercut with her walking to Ethelred's tent and the whole thing. Just a fantastic piece of editing, like just that feeling of dread and ugliness that that she knows that's coming and mm-hmm. of course as we see it, it it does show up and it is there uh but also of course you have to mention Biaka in this one as well um Biaka's death is is really hard and it's really hard on Utrid and having all of the scenes with Biaka in intercut with the sadness of um Uhtred and everything Mm -hmm. uh how he went you know from that episode where you know at the battle of Ethandun, when he just gives Uhtred a kiss and just says (sighs) you've given up so much and you just see the progression of their relationship and matched against the um the sadness of of his death is just phenomenal just really great the bad And there are two bads for me here. And the first one is kind of a nitpicky bad, but the second one is a big bad. And Mm -hmm. that the first one is this for the first time, I felt like the score of the show kind of got in the way of the show. And it got in the way of the storytelling. My sense of it was that it, it was heavy in places that it probably should not have been heavy. Uh, very loud and very in your face, like uh-huh. very distracting almost. Uh-huh. And then when it needed to be heavy, it was light and soft. And oh. you know um, what movie also suffers from this, and I hate to say this, but it's Rogue One. Okay. And it's not Michael Giacchino's fault, by the way. He he was only given six weeks to score that film, score and uh, co- like arrange uh-huh. and. Uh, conduct and then record like the six weeks to do the whole thing and that's it um, that movie also had if you, if you get a chance to go back and watch Rogue One the score of that film is similar to this episode it just it's heavy in places that it doesn't need to be didn't like Rogue One see I did I I actually quite liked that film well, I don't know why why because I didn't
0: love anybody because I knew they were all gonna die spoiler if you don't know who these people are
1: That's true. More than likely, they're going to croak. They're
0: going to die in that movie.
1: That's true. That's a good point. But the bad, the big one, the big one that is almost unforgivable, especially in an episode like this, is that it had what's called ending fatigue. Mm. It just, it, it had a natural point of ending at least three or four times. Like three or four scenes, it should have ended. Okay. Uh, towards the end of the episode, uh, and it was only an episode that was fifty two, fifty three minutes long. Mm-hmm. But this was the first episode where I felt it was fifty. It was a whole fifty three minutes.
0: Yeah, there are many times that I feel that with this show, and it's not that it, the show is bad, yeah. but I have I've told you that before, where I've been like, man, that, that was a long episode.
1: Yeah, like you, f- for the most part, you feel
0: I, you feel the chapters yeah, that yeah, yeah. they go through.
1: Yes and this was the first episode yet of the last kingdom where i felt like they had an ending and they had to build to the ending mm-hmm. and the ending was okay we have the 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 dane looking down at at the camp and it's like okay how do we get there mm-hmm. but and because they want to keep you moving they want to keep you going yeah. into into the rest of the series they want you to watch all right let's get to the next episode mm-hmm. and this is the battle that i think we're seeing and probably one of the reasons why um Stephen Bouchard left because he sees how these things are starting to like work out and he's like I can't I I can't do that like I, yeah. because you have a you have a, a, an episode where Bianca dies and that's a big friggin' deal and, and they
0: leave Bebenberg like he loses Bebenberg yeah. again
1: and we're at a point where we're watching Dane's show up at Aylesbury because mm-hmm. that's where Ethelflaed is like we have to get there so that you move to the next episode. But, yeah, you I just get don't, to don't have like that. The,
0: Yeah, you got to have the breathing and the shock factor of Uncle Scar dying. Yes. But you didn't really get to have the breath. And, and honestly, Uhtred doesn't get to have the breath. He has to keep moving. He gets to have like a little walk and be sad time. But yeah. he has to keep going. So I, I mean, maybe that's why they chose it, that we had to quickly mourn just like Uhtred, that life does go on and there are other battles to fight.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost like we don't stand on ceremony in this show. Like that's what it kind of feels like to me. I
0: don't know what that means.
1: Well, it's it's just like let's not let's not make a big deal out of all this. Let's not pretend we don't stand on ceremony. Like let's let's move forward. Um, you know, actually I actually learned that phrase from Bane in The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> um, I just it's hard because. I, I, the natural end point for me in this episode was Utrid talking to We Utrid because it began with We Utrid being saved by Bayaka, mm-hmm. and then it should end between Utrid and We Utrid finally coming together, finally have a recognition of each other and an understanding of each other because of Bayaka. Like that whole thing, that's yeah. how it should have wrapped up. But then we had three, two or three other ending points after that. Yeah. To get to the Danes overlooking Aylesbury. I, I just, I was not a fan of that. But the great, on the other hand, for me, was I actually felt something for the relationship between Ethelfled and Utred. Without the show telling me
0: mm-hmm. that I should
1: feel something. Okay. And the when it happened was Ethelfled shows up and she sees. Utrecht she's like where I thought you and Bebber what's what's mm-hmm. going on he's not oh, saying yes, anything yes and she she finally stops and says what happened at Bebenberg and he just breaks, breaks down and he just starts crying and yep. that that is what I'm looking for that is the thing that I that I yes. need to get to the thing you know I need to understand that he can do this in front of her, she can elicit that kind of emotion from him. Mm-hmm. It's great to make fun of the fact that you know that he gets Aldhelm as the cabbie to you know set, take her off back to her husband. But like, if if I'm gonna buy the fact that Aldhelm is the cabbie, and other than the fact that I'm just laughing at it, yeah, I need something to earn that to be real. And that was real. That was the first time that anything happened. Between the two where I was I said, okay, that adds up. Yeah. That makes sense no, to I me. No, I get that. So that was my yeah. that was my great. Wow, that was a long GBG. Holy smokes, my You had a
0: lot to say. Holy You had a smokes. lot of feelings, Blake.
1: I got a lot of feelings today. Big big feelings, as we say big with our feelings. kids. We have yes. big feelings. So uh wow, that was loud. Okay. Um I just got a text message. That's the reason why that showed up. Okay. Uh sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Um Bayaka dies. We we called it. Um, we we kind of sussed it out last episode. We thought it was either gonna be we Utrid or Bayaka and it ended up being Bayaka. Uh, and it, it, it was poetic in that Bayaka does what he does. He protects Utrid. And at and at this point it's not grown Utrid, it's it's we Utrid, and he dies doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, really great. Really? No,
0: not really great. <laughs> really sad.
1: It's hard because Mary, you're right. There is we got a lot of new characters. And we got to make room for for them. Mhm. After Alfred dying, that's one thing. Yeah. Now we got Bayaka dying. It, do you feel the transition almost? Do you feel like that palpable move towards another um, like an like an, another like a, a whole new arc of of things for the show. Yeah, but
0: I don't know if I'm ready for it. He was who I loved. Yeah, I don't know. And I get it, you know. It's just you feel so uneasy for Uhtred. It's not like Bianca died, but Uhtred got Bebenberg out of it. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: he didn't even get Bebenberg. He, no. he like he went with his tail between his legs.
0: Yeah. So, I just feel sad for them.
1: Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Because, like, he has been there forever. Uh-huh. And, you know, like, the one good thing that you could say that came out of all of it is that, um, Beocca dies in his, at, at home. Like, he dies in Bedford, where, don't where he's that's from. I good. He
0: doesn't, who knows if he even gets buried?
1: That's true. That's a good point.
0: I don't think... Dying can be a
1: good thing, and then Utrid just goes into Terminator mode and, and just starts smoking yes. everybody. Um, and then there you know obviously the race to the boat uh, once again. Well shot, well like well paced, well uh, well lit. It was it was a full understanding of where everybody was, how mm-hmm. everybody got there. Um, nothing happened out of the blue for the sake of it happening. I I thought it was a a a really good sequence of trying to escape Ebenberg. Yeah and we all felt like dude how are they going to do this how are they going to get out and it, it just provides just enough of a a kick where you where you could kind of believe that they could maneuver their way out of there. yes
0: yes and then even they're getting washed up upon shore mm-hmm. you know you they didn't they didn't wash up upon shore with all the guys they left with yeah first off all the people they went there with with Bebendorf didn't get on ship and then even the people that did get on the ship those aren't all the people that washed ashore. Right. So you do feel the loss and you do feel the frantic energy.
1: Yep. Yep. And then, uh, you know, someone had mentioned this in one of our earlier sh- episodes, and it's very true. And I want to bring it up, which is when. Uh, Beocca shows up at the boat to tell Uhtred, hey, listen, I'm going to come with you. I'm going to go to Bedemberg with you. And uh, we're, we're, we're going to, we're going to do this all together. As they're walking to the boat, Bayaka says, Hey, listen, you know, I'm not much of a fighter and uh, whatever. And uh, Uhtred says to him, yeah, well, it's okay for you. Cause I- I'm pretty desperate, desperate. I'll take you on. Yeah. And Ian Hart, I don't know if it was scripted or if it was like planned, but the laugh that came from him was just such a natural mm-hmm. and like legitimately like from the belly Gaffa that it almost felt like Utrid what, what Alexander Draymond said was not scripted. It almost yeah, felt like yeah. that. And I'm bringing it out because I'm bringing this up now because at that moment, we should have known, <laughs> should have known that Bayaka was, was going to die, good. that it was just too good. It was too nice. Too many people are around. Too many things happening. We should have known right then and there. And I, without Ian Hart, and now obviously David Dawson as King Alfred, I get the sense that are we going to run out of people that we like? Are we going to run out of people? That, yes, that, that, for me. Yeah. I mean, it, Finnan
0: better live forever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but hey, Finnan, I will give Finnan this. As much as Beowulf is great, yes, Finnan is. Clearly stepping into that role. Yes. Uh and like you you always wondered who was gonna be able to tell Utrid, hey, okay, stop being a dink. Like, mm-hmm. don't be a clown.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Finnin's that guy. He is. The clear MVP of this episode. Not only talking to Utrid, but talking to we Utrid mm-hmm. and getting them, you know, like rallying the troops, man, mm-hmm. making sure that he like it's just it's taken his rings off and is go sell this, get some money, we're gonna get some horses. Uhtred's depressed is all high hell, like tell me I you mean, can't tell me that this doesn't advance your love of finnan
0: one hundred percent I mean he pretty much made a shopping list, like Utred loves hot cocoa and snuggies, so if you find those along the way, <laughs> pick it up for him, you know, maybe I don't know raisinettes. <laughs> <laughs> I just I've I've loved Finnan, and now that Bianca's gone yeah my heart has to move to somebody else and like you said he's really kind of filling in that role of being the person whose shoulder you can cry on
1: yeah and and it's and it's funny there's a lot of touching moments in this episode and in understanding of this episode of the past it's a recognition of things that have come before Uhtred talking about Gisela to mm-hmm. We Uhtred, mm-hmm. uh, Finan talking about how he met Uhtred as a slave, Beorca, uh dying, and you're, we're seeing the, the flashbacks of, of their relationship. Uh, you know, there's a lot here that's recognizing the past, and it's almost, to me, like the show is clearing the deck so that we can move forward. Like, there are too many things weighing it down in order for us to move forward. Do you get that feel?
0: No. I don't think that's a good excuse to kill Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I get that they have to do it, and I get that they're adding more people, so you got to kill some others. But I don't know. I'm just sad. I'm yeah. Just gonna mourn. You know. And yes, we have Father Pureleg, but like he's just
1: not. The I like same. him. I not do too. The same. I do too. It's It's that's like. Father Purlig is like your best friend from college. He's not your dad. You know what I mean? Like he's not he he's not that paternal figure. But if like if you if if you got caught, if you got put in jail for a night, you got put into the drunk tank because maybe you had a couple too many, you call him Father Pelig. I was the RA. <laughs> Putting the
0: people in the drunk tank.
1: Like league's like. He's like, okay, fine. He, he already has the, the jail number put in his phone. and like When he sees it ringing, he's like, oh, my God. Oh, Blake's calling again from jail. Okay, I'll go get it. Like That's Father Pierlick.
0: See, I see Father Bianca like a delicious, amazing, like your favorite home-cooked meal that you'll just <laughs> never get sick of, and Father Bianca as like your favorite fast food. Like, yeah, oh, I can get enough. it. I don't want it every day. It makes me sick if I'm with it like too much. Like Taco
1: Bell. Like, think yes. Father Pure league is Taco Bell.
0: Yes. Like,
1: you know that when you eat Taco Bell yes. at that moment, it is a great idea.
0: You're like, this is this is delicious. Like,
1: how is this not more popular? Like, like how is this not yes. more of a thing? Yes. Why aren't people going to Taco Bell more on, on, a, on a daily basis yep. to get sustenance? And then like two hours later, you're like, oh, yeah, that's why. Yeah. I forgot about that. It's funny because you, ne- you always forget about that feeling that you get two hours later. Whereas
0: my chicken pot pie, yeah. you could eat that every day.
1: It does not make you feel bad. No. Nope.
0: My world famous chicken pot pie.
1: <laughs> By the way, Mary's chicken pot pie is the best ch- chicken pot pie, I, know. Um, I think, in existence. I know. It's taken a long time to get there. A lot, of, a lot of testing, a lot of things that we're working on, but it's really good now. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. Uh, and the funny thing is, is that young Utrid we Utrid understands finally now his father Utrid. It's a big swing of emotion, but it, I think the emotional math adds up for that swing of emotion and swing mm-hmm. of acceptance. Primarily because Bianca dies. It's this big thing. He's, he dies saving we Utrid. Finan talks to we Utrid the way that he does and we Uhtred gets an understanding that his father does what he does to to protect the people that he loves. Uh, and that is informed by what his mother said to him when Uhtred went off to battle. Um,
0: what I also love, though, is Finan is a Christian and Finan's always wearing his cross. Yes. So, you know, Father Biakko was able to talk a little bit to Utrid you know, Christian to Christian. And Finan's now able to bridge that gap.
1: Yes, between the two. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Finnin does again, he 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 steps into that role and that I that will play I think the role that Bayaka would have. Yes. And because there is Finnin, there's kind of no more in there in there's no uh, Tura, there's kind of no more room for Bayaka. And as we were talking, there's always room for Bayaka. <laughs> As we were talking about last episode you could I could start to see the shape of what they're doing, mm-hmm. and now I really see the shape of what they're doing. They have to make all of this personal for Utred because there's no reason as he said for him to get involved with any of this stuff whatsoever for uh the danes and and Wessex and there's no reason for any of this, and there's no reason for him to continue on to bevenberg mm-hmm. without some kind of personal stake. And that is Beocca dying. And then fled now being in trouble because she's not listened to her brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, Uhtred finds out that it was um, Canut who has- Easley. You know, Kenneth Weasley is out there trying to get Ragnar killed. So, if he, But he never would have been in that position Correct. if he wasn't back from Bebenberg to go mm. rescue Aethelflaed. You know, like, none of this, none of that would have... Can you argue that it's a little coincidental that Uhtred and, and Heston just happened to be Heston's on the same the road? the writer's
0: easy button right yes, now. He yes, he is
1: the easy button. Is it fair to say that? Absolutely.
0: But there's also people in our lives who just, are like that. They that just, just keep, keep showing keep up. They keep
1: showing up, man. And
0: just keep getting I can think about. of
1: one guy I know that just keeps showing up for you. I you know who I'm talking about, too. I
0: do.
1: Yeah. And well, yeah. yeah, that mm, just keeps popping his head up everywhere. It just drives me bananas. Yep. So, yes, I, I, I feel like that. I feel, I feel the truth. <laughs> of I feel the truth of that. Um... <laughs> So I can the the shape is there. It will be interesting to to see now what happens with.
0: Okay, let's move yeah. on from Uhtred. Yeah. So we've got this conflict going on with Ethelred just doing what Ethelred's doing, mm-hmm. and then Ethel Ethelred's best friend, the Asslicker, yeah. our slicker, yeah, our slickers, whose sister is the redhead. Yep. You know, he gets the bad news. You trusted the cockroach Heston. Yep. He led you wrong, and you then told. King Ethelred, what to do based upon that bad news. Mm-hmm. And then comes this so, like that poor little, you, you know, you get you pull the short straw if you're asked to be the messenger <laughs> <I know. laughs> for any of these people. Because the guy keeps saying like, no, just tell me, just tell me, and ends up killing him. Yeah. And the redhead sister sees all this. So he knows he's got to do the bad news. The redhead sister says, fine, yep. I'll get into the slutty dress and like do the deeds. Make so it then easier can tell for you. Him, yeah. It's fine. Um, but then we've also got um uh, ailswith and ethel fled so the king's mom mm-hmm. and his sister who are realizing that they need to go save mercia and i love this thing with ailswith who over the past several episodes has been realizing the the wrongs of her ways yeah. and she sends ethel fled saying your brother won't abandon you you're totally going to be fine then she sends father pure leg yep Okay, you the need to go. Yeah. Best friend. You know, I could really go for some Taco Bell right now. Um <laughs> where's Bianca? Oh, he's gone? All right, Taco Bell will do. Um and says, you know, I'm mercy and you gotta you gotta help us out. Why don't you go and like ask for help from um From Wales. From Wales. Yeah. You know, aren't you from there? Like, you know, you, let's just make this happen. Yeah. So um so they're they're concocting these little schemes, and things are really lining up. So lots of battle is obviously going to be happening again.
1: Yes, this is all coming to a head pretty soon.
0: But who's going to show up? Who actually has something in it? We're just going to have to find out. There's yeah. a lot of people who are very confused. I'll tell you that. Yeah,
1: and uh, you know, <laughs> and the way that all of this is kind of tracked is, hold. Sorry, everybody, hold on.
0: It sounds Children, like a battle in my house right quiet. now.
1: Thank you. Sorry, everybody. Um, the way that this is tracked, it's, okay, so we have the Danes and the Mercians leave their own kingdoms mm-hmm. or their areas of, of life to go invade their areas of life. Like the Danes go to Aylesbury and, and the Mercians go to take out East Anglia. Like, it's it's a whole thing.
0: They're they're all going to each other's
1: homes. And then, Canut is like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're just going to stay here. We're going to stay here in Aylesbury and then we're just going to wait. We're going to wait for Edward to show up because we have the high ground here and we're going to do whatever we need to do. And Brita's
0: sitting there rubbing her belly. She yeah. can't wait to tell him the good news. She's got like the, the pregnancy announcement all planned. The little cute baby Viking outfit with the mini axe.
1: <laughs> and, and Knut expects Edward to just go help Ethelred because that's his brother in law. And on the other hand, we have Edward thinking, well, wait, Ethelred kind of sucks. So. He didn't let
0: me pet his bird.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so why don't I just do nothing and, yeah. and I'll just wait for Knut to kill Ethelred? I've had a
0: lot of fun building my walls.
1: So I'm, I've been designing all these things for yeah. a reason. We're going to stay here. And. Here's the, here's the ugly truth of all of this. And
0: you know Ethelred smells like formaldehyde oh. after collecting all those body parts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the ugly truth of all of this is Edward is not wrong.
0: Says the Slytherin.
1: No, what, but I, I guess what I'm getting at is he has to think of his kingdom. Like, and he's putting, mm. he has put. Is this like NATO right now? Oh, geez. Ooh, I went
0: there. Oh, I geez. Freaking went there. Don't
1: do that. I'm not. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just saying. Don't do that.
0: I'm not doing it. But oh, I said it, man. I'm not, I'm not making any political things. I'm just saying. You know, I'm really glad I'm not a world leader. There's, there's got to be some. There big, would have been difficult- hell to pay
1: if you were the world leader.
0: No, actually, if the world leaders right now were women, we'd have a completely different situation going on. Probably. I'm just saying, think about it. All these peeps in all these countries,
1: mm-hmm.
0: if there was a woman at the head right now, things would be really different. <laughs> yeah.
1: So ultimately, Edward, Edward is like, as a character, you have to understand that what Edward has to do is take care of his kingdom. And he's being put in a situation when he finds out about his sister, eventually, uh, that he's being put in the same situation that Edward was put in when Ethel fled, was captured and taken for ransom. And is Edward going to be pushed to make a decision that is personal or is that decision going to be one that is um, representative of of a king? And so far... He is taking the decision-making process into the King Avenue, and it's not a wrong decision-making process. Everybody is forcing this guy's hand, and you can see that. He's like, I'm the king. Why don't you just listen to me? Because I'm the one issuing the orders here. I'm the one that's responsible for everything that's kids happening. heard
0: me say a bad word. That's why they came over. <laughs>
1: um, if you're watching, you saw it. If you were listening, you did not. You didn't hear it. But, um... I have to give it to uh, Timothy Ennis, the kid who plays um, uh, Edward. He's actually doing a good job.
0: I feel so awkward for all world leaders. All world leaders. I'm telling you, I would just want to be Finnin. if I was in this. Just show up. Just show show up. I don't actually want to make any plans. Yep. This is really this is really hard.
1: Tell me where to go. I
0: mean, I don't even know if I want to be Finn. He he lives a rough life too.
1: <laughs> um yeah, so I, I this was a good episode.
0: Edward's got all those people just yelling at him. Do this, do that, do this, do The
1: problem that. is he's just listening to Phil. And you can't listen to Phil. Anybody can see that you can't listen to Phil. Shouldn't listen to and Phil. Now his sister's going to go be
0: in trouble. Are Edward and Ethel fled close?
1: No. No way. If anything, this is going to make it a lot worse. This is going to be a problem. This is going to be a big problem. I wonder how this is going to turn out. Oh, yeah. So, all right. You got anything else for this episode, my love?
0: No. And if anyone took a, took offense to my comment, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just saying world leaders have a hard time making these
1: choices. I would say that it's fair. It's fair to say that we support Ukraine. Okay. So, is yes. that fair? Okay. Fair.
0: yes yes yeah. okay
1: good there you go just so everybody understands My God,
0: yes okay
1: good <laughs> it's just like that's the one thing I think we should make clear out of all of that conversation oh my with god NATO. yes sorry like anybody can interpret what you were said as like either good or bad
0: oh oh sorry <laughs> no no
1: so yeah oh, I think what Lord. Mary was saying is like okay NATO uh, I didn't even want to get into it I don't even want to get it you're gonna make me get into it I don't even want to do it I can't do it I don't want to do it
0: Everyone knows. They all know. Okay? I
1: know. I know. I they know. all
0: know, and we support Ukraine. Just, just don't fight. Okay, make some just, chicken okay. pot pies, everybody, <laughs> and chill out.
1: Where is Biaka when you need him?
0: Where is Biaka?
1: <laughs> Where is the Olympics?
0: Bring the Olympics back. Nobody uh, yeah, can I fight know, during seriously. the Olympics. How
1: about? Oh, one, one last thing. Utrid says to uh, Whitgard, "Hey, come down here and fight me, and we'll decide who has Bebenberg." Hmm. And. Wh- as soon as Uhtred said that, I was like, oh, man, that's a desperate move. That's a real... De- There's no reason why Whitcar has any reason to fight for, for Bebenberg at all. Like, he already has it. And he's going to go down there and risk it because you just called him out. Like, you called him a chicken. This isn't back to the future. This is, like, you know, life. And, no, we don't need that. So, all right. Uh, do you have a destined-to-be theory of the week? No, not really. Okay. Um, do I? Hmm... You know, I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm honestly interested. Interested to see what happens. So we'll go from there. All right, let's close this out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for taking the time to watch, uh, watch us, and listen, listen to us, and uh, be a part of the Last Kingdom with Mary and Blake we are going to be as we've said uh, uh, like just oh my goodness moving through this season uh, pretty much as as quickly as we can we are going to fire through it and hopefully uh, hopefully we get it done before season 5 premieres
0: hopefully i feel better by then i
1: know me too i, I hope you do feel that better by then we we need it um as At a least the kids will be back in school yeah i know that's a good point that's a good thing um so, yeah, that's what we got going on over here. Check out MaryandBlake.com for all the podcasts we have going, uh, which we will have a lot in the month of March happening. We're very excited, but also very nervous. So I, I was actually thinking that we might do The Last Kingdom Season 5 on a weekly basis. Like
0: It won't be, like you binge the entire season in a weekend and we have binge recorded an entire season we're yeah, just I,
1: I just i don't think we can do just that.
0: just no just just be prepared
1: we we, we <laughs> did that for the crown when it came out like a season was it season five or season four when it came no out No idea yeah we did i uh, know uh, i said no idea oh, okay yeah we we binged it and we we podcast binged it
0: we'll do what we can
1: we'll do what we can i'm thinking that it's going to be a weekly podcast for Egypt, like one one episode per week. We'll do what we can. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, we get a lot happening. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Thank you. My name is Mary.
1: My name is Blake. Destiny is all.
0: Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet upholstery and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners,
1: also offering
0: odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today. 570-726-6200